We're going to be joined uh, right off the top of the show by Justin Simmons, who is, uh, of course, now no longer a rookie, as we talked to him last year about this time during training camp. How are you, Justin? Dave I'm doing Logan. well. How are you doing, you, man? Good, Good to see you. you. So how, uh, how much different is this camp for you as opposed to what you experienced last year so far? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a lot different. Um, you know, last year coming out, not really knowing what to expect, you know, just not trying to make mistakes, uh, make sure I'm in the right spot. Now this year, you know, it's all about making plays, you know, having the mentality that, uh, you know, only one play away from starting. And so my reps have to be perfect, you know, both physically and mentally. And so that, you know, that that's the that's the transition that I'm that I'm working through now. And it's been great. Have you seen sort of your role as best you can tell? Um, redefined at all this year with Joe Woods now as the coordinator as opposed to kind of where they had you last year? Um, not so much. Not so much. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of the defensive schemes and, 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 and such are, are about the same. And so um, that puts my role very similar to last year's role um, as far as, you know, coming in on those third downs or, or, you know, whatever else it may be. And then, you know, obviously contributing on special teams as well and, uh, you know, doing whatever we can to help the team. You know, you look uh, when, when you are on the sideline, let's just say in the, in, the, in the defense and you're not in the game, between Darian Stewart and uh, T.J. Ward. I mean, which, which one of, the, of those two guys do you focus on more? Or you try to watch them both? I mean, where are your eyes in a regular season game when you might not be involved in that particular play? Yeah, well, it all depends. I mean, uh, typically what uh, what I do is I watch uh, my specific position at the free safety on the field. Then we go in the meeting rooms or when I'm watching field uh, film later, you know, I'll go back and I'll make sure that I'm watching, you know, the strong safety uh, position as well to make sure that, um, you know, whether I do get thrown into the strong safety position or, you know, whatever it may be that I know that just as well as I know the free safety spot. So um, my eyes are just constantly on, on both of them throughout the throughout the day and then going back and, you know, watching whatever else on film. How'd you spend the first off season as an NFL player? Talk, talk, talk to us a little bit about how, from the last game when the Raiders and the Broncos played here in Denver until you guys had the first OTAs. What did Justin Simmons do? Yeah, um, so I, I actually wasn't sure. Uh, you know, I know I was expecting to be in the postseason, obviously, like a lot, bunch of these guys. And so um, a lot of these guys aren't used to that much time off. So I went around and I asked a bunch of guys, I'm like, you know, what are you guys going to be doing? And um, a bunch of them, you know, rested for the first month and a half. And so um, I, I go ahead, I went ahead and did that, um, you know, saw a bunch of friends and family um, all around uh, the U.S. and, you know, tried to catch up as much as I could, obviously being busy throughout the uh, season. And and then um, after that, it just got back to, to, you know, to grind time, making sure that, um, you know, I'm being I'm in shape. So when we come back to OTAs, you know, it's ready to go, start transitioning to OTAs and then to the um, to camp and then preseason, then, you know, regular season and so on. Justin Simmons uh, is our guest, second year player at a Boston College, 1204 on Orange and Blue 760. I, I want to ask you now going into this camp, you know, I remember back as a player, when you when you are presented an opportunity to start you you look at things a little bit differently when you come to camp it's not that you, they don't consider you a starter because in certain packages you're going to be on the field as a starter do you look at this camp and opportunities for you any differently than you did last year when in essence you were just trying to make the team yeah no a lot differently um and that's that's kind of what i was alluding to earlier is like you know i was coming in as a rookie last year 
not really not knowing what to expect. Obviously, I'm fighting for a spot on the team. Um, you know, being drafted and whatever else really wasn't in my head. It was like, all right, I'm out here. I got to compete. I got to earn my spot. Right. Then as the regular season went on, you know, I kind of found my groove into like, okay, this is my role on the team. And now I already know that role, and now it's just maximizing that. And like you said, I'm one play away from, you know, from being a starter. And in some packages, essentially, I am a starter. And so um, that's, the, that's the mindset that, you know, TJ Stu, Akib, uh, you know, Chris, Roby, those, those, that those guys have and that, um, you know, they're instilling on like myself, Will, and a, bu- and a bunch of the o- other younger guys. And that's, you know, the mentality that we got to make sure we have week in and week out. Who's the leader in your room? Um, it's definitely it's definitely Akeem and, and TJ. Uh, you know, those guys are definitely, you know, the more vocal leaders. Um, you know, they lead by example as well, and um, they just do it all for us. You know, they get the um, they get the excitement going in practice. Um, you know, they're always making the big plays when it counts, and so I definitely say those guys. Last thought, and we appreciate you stopping over. You've already – have you done your lift? Uh, earlier, yep, you earlier this lift. morning. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, good for you. <laughs> so last thought, as you, uh, as you enter this camp, what couple of things – individually have you because i think i know players do this have you focused on and said you know what these couple of things i absolutely want to get better or even in the off season what was the mindset in terms of individual improvement and collectively as a defense what do you think a couple of things that you guys have to get better at this year yeah i mean number one is is obviously the run defense um you know uh everyone likes to blame uh you know the the linemen or the linebackers um but you know stopping the run is all 11 guys to the football and so that 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 puts pressure um, on us just as much as it does the, you know, the linemen and the, and the linebackers. And so that involves safety. Exactly. That's goal number one. Um, that's been focus number one throughout these, uh, uh, throughout camp and even through OTAs when we were working on it is, you know, making sure I know my run fits, um, making sure we know where we're supposed to be, leveraging the ball the right way, making sure that we're getting to the football. Um, you know, that's been, that's just been the number one goal throughout, the, throughout camp and, and um, you know, earlier in OTAs. So. How, about, how about individually? Do you yeah, have a couple of things you, you knew you wanted to work on. Yeah, no, and that for individually as well, that was number one for Tackling. me. Uh, yeah, making sure that you know I continue uh, to can you continue to show um, strong tackling that I can play in the box. You know, get linemen off of me or fullbacks or tight ends or you know whatever it may be to make sure that you know when you're down in the box you get to the ball and uh, keep improving on that. Man, I appreciate you coming by. Yeah, thank you for yeah. having. Juwan uh, battling as he always does in training camp. Had an excellent game uh, Saturday night in San Francisco. Uh, had a touchdown run and uh, really has had a good, good camp. Hey, Joannis, Dave Logan, and Brandon Cristal, thanks for your time. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. So how, how would you assess him? You're, you're used to this, right? I mean, you come into camp and everybody talks about everybody else and you just do your thing and find a way to, to make it on the team. I mean, how would you assess this year's camp for you? Uh, I mean, a little more opportunity than last year. Last year I was in a position where I was trying to play trying to play two position, but the odds were not in my favor. I feel like I have more of a chance this year, even though we have a lot of veterans that have come in with um, with Jamal Charles and Stephen Ridley. I mean, those guys have good resumes. So, I mean, I still have a good chance, but I feel like it's better odds for me um, not having to do two positions, focus more on running backs and as well as special teams. I mean, you're a powerful guy for sure. Does this offense, the new offense, and I know realistically – NFL teams run very similar concepts in the running game. But does the Mike McCoy offense, for lack of a better way to describe it, does it fit your skill set maybe a little better? Yeah. I mean, it, it fits way better. I mean, this is what I ran my rookie year with Peyton as well. So, I mean, I've been used to I'm used to some of the calls that I've been hearing. Pretty much the same offense from 2014 that I came into. It's just forgetting some of the old – 
Kubiak offense stuff, trying to get away from some of that and focus on this one now. Because, I mean, we did, I did have that for two years versus the one year I had with Peyton in that offense in 14. So, I mean, it's, it's similar to what I had before. So, it's just all coming back to me. Rogers running back John Thompson, our guest on uh, Orange and Blue 760. I'm Dave Logan. Um, let me ask you, if you're not the starting running back on an NFL team, what three or four things, what three or four characteristics are most important to have in order to make sure you're on that 53-man roster? Um, you're not the starter. I mean, you still have to know everything that's going on in the game plan offensively just in case the starter goes out because you never know. You could be a second, third back at any given time back to go down. So you want to know that offense in and out. Um, besides knowing the offense and being able to run the ball, you have to be able to pass protect and understand when blitzes are coming. Um, and then most importantly is special teams. That's what it comes down to because, I mean, you can't just be an offensive guy. Even if, even if you're not the first back, that second back sometimes has to do special teams. And if you're not the second back, you're really all special teams first and foremost until your opportunity comes. Talk about the you, you mentioned pass protection. Uh, and for guys coming out of college, I remember back when I played, running backs, even back then, we didn't throw it nearly as much as you guys throw it today, but running backs, uh, guys that I, I was friends with, they all said the pass protection is maybe the biggest difference from college football to pro football for a running back, and that was back in the mid-'70s to mid-'80s. I mean, is that is that a fair statement today? Is it that much of a difference from college to pro football in terms of the protection schemes? Yeah, I feel like it's pretty – it's a big difference. I mean, it all, it all comes down to what school you came from, but I still feel like it's a big difference. I mean, a lot of defenses disguise things very well. Um, you never know when you have to go backside in certain situations. There's so many more different protections. Uh, college, there was just a handful of protections, so they were easy to come across, or the guy right was right in front of you. So it wasn't too much to really look at. Now you're looking at you're looking out all over the field as well as specific keys. To that defense that they might give away, but there is there is subtle differences with the transition from college to the NFL as far as that section. Juwan Thompson, our guest. Uh, last couple of questions for you. You know this team uh, with basically a new offensive staff. I mean Eric Studisville still the running back coach, Tech Tolbert still the receiver coach, but a lot of other faces have changed. Um, in, in your mind, when the Broncos face the Chargers on September 11th, the home opener regular season opener on that uh, on that Monday night, and people going to the game, sitting in the stands, cheering for the Broncos, and they look at the offense, what what maybe two or three things will be most different from what they see that Monday night in terms of what they saw or compared to what they saw the last few years? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a difference in offense. I mean, we're – we're 50-50 when it comes to running pass. I mean, we're not just dominant on the run, but, I mean, if we're having a lot of success with the run, we'll go with the run. Success with the pass, we'll go that route. I mean, and then special things-wise, I mean, Brock is a great special things coordinator that came from Kansas City, and they had a lot of success out there. So, I mean, we're going to pick it up in that department as well. And I feel like with defense, I mean, we're, we're getting better, especially interior. So, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of a lot of different pieces that we're able to pick up all, over this off season that a lot of people will see in that first home opener and just be shocked. You know, I thought it was interesting that uh, Coach Joseph, in one of the first uh, times I had a chance to sit down and talk to him before camp started, I said, hey, what, what couple of things do you want to get accomplished in this camp? And he was 
he was really forthright and quite honest. He said, physicality. We want to be uh, a team that up front moves the line of scrimmage and, and obviously stops the run. Have, have, I mean, you've been in enough camps now. Is, it, is there a different mindset uh, as you see it with respect to the physicality that the offense is trying to bring this year? Yeah, of course. I mean, we're trying to get movement off the line of scrimmage right away. I mean, even if we just run straight ahead, pick up two, three yards just off the movement of the line itself. I mean, Coach Joseph has just been doing a great job of making sure that we understand how to really play in pads because that's the way the game is played. I mean, yeah, at days they give us the bone, but at times we have to strap it up. And, yeah, it's going to be tough going out there in pads against your own guys, but we learn how to practice in them. And, be, and become more and more successful going against each other in the trenches. Hey, John, last question. Uh, press conference today at one We're guessing that Coach Joseph is going to name Trevor Simeon the starting quarterback. I, I won't ask you in terms of whether you think that's true or not, but as a veteran player, uh, would you like to see somebody named as a starter today and then get ready and sort of move toward the regular season, or does it does it really matter to you if it's named today or not? Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm not really paying attention to the whole quarterback competition situation. I mean, it's a good deal for them to really figure out. I mean, it takes time because that's who's going to carry your team first and foremost. So, right. Um, as long as the coaches need to take that time to make a great decision for our team, I mean, take your time with it. We only have two more weeks. Well, really, probably only a week because they you got to get started on that season opener. So, I mean, we're going to see what they announce. I'm not sure, but, I mean, right now, all I can do is worry about what I can do for this team right now and make the 53. I'm I'm guessing that Vance Joseph is not going to stand up at 115 and say, hey, this will be a bit of a surprise, but we're moving Juwan Thompson to quarterback. We're going to see what he can do against the Packers. Uh, I mean, it's a possibility, (laughs) but we're going to have to change the offense up probably a little bit. I mean, I take it on the best way that I can. Yeah, you I understand get, the offense enough to, to call the plays. You can get in that wildcat and snap it and, uh, you know, bring a guy in motion, ride that guy a little bit and keep it. He'd be all right. <laughs> yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, hopefully. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, Juwan, you've been kind with your time. Appreciate that. We'll look forward to seeing you soon. All right, thank you. Have a good one. You bet. That's Juwan Thompson. And we welcome in Mike Kliss now, our Broncos insider. From Nine News, he always is presented by Coloradans for Responsible Energy Development. Learn the facts at cred.org. Well, Mike, it's Tyler and Andy. Good morning to you first and foremost. And is today the day where we end some of the drama that's followed us all off-season long? I believe so. I think so. I hope so. Um, it's time. You know, it's uh, been seven months and nine days now. And it's been quite the competition. I thought Paxton uh, definitely had his moments where it looked like he was a number one starter. But I think we all saw uh, when it really came down to it on uh, Saturday in Santa Clara that it was uh, it was all Trevor Simeon. And Texan did some good things. You know, he ran, you know, off script. Uh, when the first read wasn't there, he took off running, and he's a good runner. Uh, he does make plays with his legs. So I think they could uh, massage the playbook in a way that Paxton could come in and, and win a couple games for him. I'm not sure he can uh, beat the New England Patriots, but, he, but you know, not a whole lot of people can. But, uh, you know, I think it's pretty clear that uh, Trevor Simeon just feels the game better. 
He sees it better. He throws the ball better. And that's why I think Trevor Simeon will be the quarterback. Well, Mike, let me ask you, you know, you were kind of vague there. You believe so, you hope so, you think so. What leads you to believe that today we might get an answer? Well, because it's obvious. First of all, it is obvious to everyone. And two, Vance Joseph has a 115 press conference. They didn't necessarily have to have a press conference. Uh, They're now, you know, they're saying it's just a weekly press conference and that starts this week. So this is unusual. Well, it's the first time this year. Uh, Maybe it won't be unusual, you know, from now on. Maybe there is that. There is a game after press conference. Um, But, you know, it'll be uh, – it was interesting that it comes today. I think everybody wants to have this go forward. The Green Bay game is an important game as far as preseason goes. This is when the starters actually get their final tune-up. In many cases, their only tune-up. And, you know, you got to have the, the guy who's going to quarterback against the Chargers on September 11th. you got to have him out there working the offense here. Because, frankly, um, overall, the offense still needs work. I mean, once they decide on their quarterback, they got to really get down to business on this offense. It's It's not exactly a well-oiled machine right now. And it has to get there uh, by the time they they play the Chargers. So, they, you know, that's the other reason. But, and the other thing, guys, any time they, they take uh, after today to uh, before they uh, make the announcement is wasted time. Nothing's going to change. I mean, Paxton Lynch isn't all of a sudden going to start processing the game and start, you know, going through his first, second, and third progressions. Uh, you know, and then finding the open guy on the left side, I, I mean, that's that's not going to happen. He's had almost two years of doing this, and it ta- sometimes it takes a quarterback three years. Uh, I think the Broncos hope it takes him. Uh, he's ready to go next year, but for right now, it looks like Paxton Lynch is that uh, that hot prospect who needs a little more time in the minors. You know, we're all talking about it like this is a no-brainer. It's going to be Trevor, and it's probably going to happen even today. Uh, you know, De- but Demarius Thomas had a intriguing quote on Pro Football Talk that they broke down, and they analyzed it reading the tea leaves, that they felt like Demarius Thomas was hinting that he thought Paxson Lynch would be the quarterback. I'm going to read this quote to you, and I'm curious your take on it, whether it was just, uh, oh, well, just give me your take after I read it and what it means. Right. Um, Okay, so he said he's referring to Trevor Simeon's performance, and he said he did a good job. He took the team down on his first drive and scored a touchdown. We need depth at every position, and he was able to go out and do his thing. Now, they're reading some tea leaves in there because he referred to Trevor Simeon as doing a good job and the fact that we need depth at that spot. Uh, Are you seeing anything there? Do you think that's just uh, uh, a lack of careful words on DT's part? I mean, break that down for me. What does that mean from DT's perspective? Yeah, I don't think – I think all these guys don't know exactly what to say about the quarterback position. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they can't win. Coached up, they've all been coached up to say, uh, let the coach handle it. Uh, it would have been interesting if uh, Manuel Sanders played in the game because he's one guy that, that, that might have just said, it's clear to everybody it's Trevor. Uh, Demarius probably didn't know what to say, and that's what he came up with. 
he was he was trying to be uh he's fair. measuring his words yes he was measuring his words it's going to be trevor simeon there's no if and buts about it they were intrigued uh upstairs from what i heard they were intrigued by uh uh, the the improv that Tex and Lynch gives to a team. Uh, that's, you know, you can see where John Elway likes that aspect of his game. That's how John Elway played. John Elway believes that uh, almost that a quarterback has to be multidimensional uh, in order to move the chains. You know, Elway, there were times in two-minute drills with Elway, and, and, you know, we all know about all his comeback wins. I used to say this was a, this was not an uncommon uh, comeback for, for John Elway. Uh, incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. Scramble for a first down on, on fourth down. Incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. Complete a pass on fourth down. And so it's a, it, you're now at about a, a minute 10 to go. You're at midfield, uh, first and 10, and Elway's like one out of seven or one out of six. His stats may not look good. But because he can do so many things, he's able to move the ball. And that's the type of dimension that Paxton Lynch gives them, providing, you know, that the three carries for 27 yards, nine yards a rush is good. Uh, nine out of 13 for 39 yards, three yards a pass uh, attempt is not good. So the passing part of this game has to come on. Well, and the problem is you saw the blitz when they figured out, okay, he's running a lot, and they got to him right away. They gave him no exit points anymore, and it looked like on the one where he got sacked where the Niners just adjusted. Um, Mike, you know what? It is fascinating as far as this whole thing. Hopefully we get the answer, and I guess, although I don't know, I guess it's been great for talk radio. I don't know what we'll do when all of a sudden Trevor has been named the quarterback. We'll have to figure out something else to talk about for five hours every day. but. as soon as as soon as he throws an interception, you can say they should have gone with Lynch. Yeah, well, it'll be on again. And the minute they lose a the game and people feel it's Trevor's fault, yeah. it'll all start up again. What do you think? Tyler and I kind of been having more of a uh, lively debate, shall we say, at the running back position because I really like Stephen Ridley, and it does seem like there's a desire to keep Jamal Charles on this team. But I think it'd be a real shame to cut Ridley and have him get picked up by somebody else, which I think would happen and then find out Jamal Charles' knee can't hold up. What do you think the plan is this week for Charles? Charles will play 10 to 12 plays against the Green Bay Packers, and if he comes out of it healthy, he will be on the team. Ridley is, uh, is here as an insurance policy. He needs an injury. He needs, uh, he needs maybe Jamal Charles to, to, you know, they if he comes out of this game all banged up, you know, a hamstring, uh, his knees sore. If that type of thing happens and the Broncos are concerned that he can make it through an NFL grind 16-game uh, season, then, yeah, maybe Ridley. But Ridley right now is on the outside looking in, waiting to see what happens with Jamal Charles. What about, uh, with, Booker, what about with Booker starting the season on the PUP? Uh, will that change anything for Stephen Ridley? You know, that's uh, if he starts on PUP – um, there's, I guess that would open up a spot for him. That, that would be, uh, that would be a possibility. I've not heard the PUP for Devontae. Booker. I don't know that. I, I'm just yeah. saying in theory there, I think there's a lot of guys that could start the season on the PUP. Uh, yeah, but there are, okay. No. Let me, let me ask you about the offensive line here. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you three names and I want you to tell me which one, if any makes the team. 
Ty Sambrallo, okay. Michael Schofield, Billy Turner. Uh, they're they're all they all have their work cut out for them. Mm. Mm. Uh, I thought Billy Turner was looking good, but now uh, now Connor McGovern might have something to say about that, and Max Garcia also, and Alan yeah, Barber. Yeah, well, Alan Barber looks like to me, it looks like Alan Barber is going to be the starter. Okay, and then and then if he is, what do you do with uh, about Max and Connor McGovern? And Billy Turner. It's hard to keep all three of those. What guys. do you do about Max? Let's start there. I mean, I mean, what, you got any uh, idea of what you think will happen with him? No, I mean, you know, he's you hate to give up on a prospect like that. I mean, he's uh, basically a one and a half year starter, fourth round draft pick. Uh, I think he's. I still think he's got a lot of upside. You know, yep. he's a strong guy. Uh, his, I, from what I understand, his technique. Still needs work, and he's in year three. I think they thought he'd be a little more advanced than he is, but um, yeah, I I would I would think uh, they stick with him and and McGovern, and so that's why uh, I would hope anyway, and that's why I think uh, maybe Billy Turner, while he was having a heck of a camp and, and he's having a good preseason, uh, I know they would like to keep Billy Turner around, and we'll have to see how that how those last. Uh, three pieces of the 53-man puzzle come together. You think it's going to be and eight or nine at that spot at, at offensive line? At offensive line? Uh, right now, I'm going to say uh, if Barber's the starter, I'm going to say nine, um, maybe even ten. Because uh, Stevenson, if you want to keep Sombrilo, you don't want to get rid of Sombrilo as a second-round draft pick, um, they've got some interesting decisions to make, that's for sure. That's That's going to be one of the tougher spots. A named guy, like you said, Michael Schofield, it's it's hard for me to believe. I'm having trouble digesting the fact that he started uh, basically with 13. He was a 16-game starter, 17-game starter, counting playoffs, postseason, and the Super Bowl run at right tackle. 16-game starter last year at uh, right guard. And now he's uh, he's going to be waived on the scrap heap. That's uh, – that's hard for me to, to grasp. Uh, there's there's still time for all these guys. There's still time. That's why uh, I'd I'd rather I'd rather you ask me who's going to get cut in a, in another week or so. Well, we do have the <laughs> all important third preseason game coming up this Saturday, Mike. We appreciate the time today, and we'll look forward to speaking with you in the next couple days because we know headlines are bound to happen by this afternoon. Yep, I'm I'm sure they are, and. Um, uh, I've got three pairs of sunglasses. Will that work for Atta the... Uh, baby. You ought to sell a couple. <laughs> well, I don't have Eclipse glasses. I just got sunglasses. So I'm hoping three, if I wear three of them, it'll be okay. Wear a pair of sunglasses and one of those big floppy derby hats, and I think you'll be okay. All right. Good. There, there it is. All right. That's Mike Kliss, our insider Thanks, from Mike. Nine News. We always appreciate his time. He's brought to you by Coloradans for Responsible Energy Development. Learn the facts at cred.org. Decided on uh, making Trevor Simeon our quarterback. Um, that being said, you know, both guys, both guys competed hard. You know, both guys wanted the job. I was pleased with both guys, <clears throat> but overall, um, the operation of the entire offense, decision-making ball placement was more consistent with Trevor. That's why he won the job. I met with those guys this morning. They understood that. We just finished our team meeting, so everyone's on the same page. 
you know, we're all going to support uh, support Pax moving forward. He's a young player. He's got a bright future still. And uh, in my opinion, you know, we have two quarterbacks. You know, most teams can't say that, and I truly believe that, that we do have two guys. Um, you know, so who, whoever would have played, I would have felt comfortable with, but Trevor was more consistent with what we asked those guys to do um, as a starting quarterback. Uh, questions? Aside from, aside from injury, is there any other set of circumstances that would take Trevor out of that role this year? No, no. You know, we, um, you know, it, it, it's a huge deal to name a starter at any position. So, so it's a permanent decision. Now, obviously, outside of injury, um, that, that's different. But as far as Trevor being our guy, he's our guy. You know, that's why, you know, you know, time was not a issue. It was just getting it right so we're not backpedaling in two weeks. So Trevor is the guy. Fans, when uh, training camp started, John Elway said, when you make your decision, he said, I believe there will be a clear-cut winner. Yes. Is Simeon the clear-cut winner? Yes, 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 he was. You know, when you watch, you know, all of the game tape from the last two weeks and the training camp and OTAs, you know, it was it was a full evaluation. He was the clear-cut winner. You know, that being said, I'm, I mean, Trevor had a chance to be an NFL starter, you know, for a whole year and to face NFL defenses, and Paxson has not had that chance. You know, so he had a, a, a up as far as the experience part. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was separation. Yeah, how did both Trevor and Paxton taste with the news? Well, Trevor was obviously excited. I mean, that's a huge deal for him, you know, being a uh, – Seven round pick and being an NFL starter, you know, and winning the job two weeks and two, two years in a row that's a tough deal. You know, and Paxton disappointed, but he understood he's going to support uh, Trevor and moving forward, he knows that he's one play from playing. So, you know, he can't lose his enthusiasm to, uh, you know, keep getting better as a quarterback. You know, and that, that, that's a big deal for him. Just keep his focus and, and uh, you know, be a good teammate and keep working. When did you make the decision? Was there a meeting with <clears throat> other? Uh, people in the front office, whether it was John or the other coaches. Absolutely, it was it was our decision. It wasn't solely mine. Um, with John, uh, Matt Russell, uh, Mike, uh, Billy Muss, you know, so it was it was our decision. Yes, uh, this offense was supposed to play better to Paxton's strengths. Sure. So what's holding him back? What's holding him back is probably experience. You know, it, it's it's tough to play quarterback in this league. You know, a lot goes into it, and it's not simply about how tall you are or your arm strength, you know, how fast you run. It's a lot of – it's different factors that go into being an NFL quarterback. Um, As far as the system, you know, Mike built the system for both guys, you know, so it wasn't built for Paxton. It was built for the quarterback, you know. So what's holding him back is probably experience. What what do you want to see from Trevor now that he's the guy in terms of – Kind of taking the reins, being in charge. I mean, mm-hmm. what, I guess, what's now the next step for him? Whereas well, Forrest taking the reins, I want I want Trevor to be himself. You know, I mean, he's he's a bright guy. He's he's focused. <laughs> you know, Trevor gets no credit for being a a uh, a guy with a great arm. I mean, he's got a great arm. You know, and that's that's never been uh, talked about. You know, as for as far as Trevor's arm talent, but he's got a great arm. Just be yourself, Trevor. Um, you know, use your weapons, you know, be a leader and play good football for us. Just be Trevor. That's all we want. There was there a point where, was it close? And then where there, was there a point for you where it really broke off? You said when it, there was a divide, you were going to call it out. Yeah. 
it was it was close in my opinion, probably you know probably mid camp, you know when Paxson was making uh you know huge strides fast, um, but I said the games were going to be you know an important piece, and the games were, and in my opinion, Trevor played better than Paxson in the, in the actual games. How can Paxson continue to develop without playing them, without getting their play Well, that's 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 on the coaches, and that's that's doing practice, and that's you know that's doing uh. The uh, shape of the week, you know, and it's tough, you know, when you're a backup to uh, gain, gain game experience, you can't because you're the backup player. But as far as how we coach him, you know, that won't change. And as far as his reps in practice, that won't change. So the more he plays, the better he will be as a quarterback. When a team takes a guy in the first round, I think it's safe to say there's an expectation the guy's going to play pretty quickly. From an organizational standpoint, right. is it somewhat disappointing that your first round pick? <clears throat> Has now lost the job two years in a row. I would say I would say no because it's a it's a performance based business, not potential. You know, and you know we play in Green Bay this week, and Aaron Rodgers didn't play for a long time. Now, it's behind you know far a, a, a real guy like that, but but still, you know, I, I don't believe that, and I don't believe that. I mean, he's he's a guy with 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 rare talent, you know, and with time, you know, he will be a good quarterback. But right now, I think Trevor's the best guy for our team. You know, now if he played this year in week six or seven, it could be different. But at this moment, right now, Trevor's the best guy for our team moving forward. Vince, how important was it to make this decision before Saturday's game, so that mm -hmm. everybody on the team knows going into that third preseason game? It was important, you know. And again, it was separation, so it was time to make the decision for everyone, you know, for those two guys and for the team and for the coaches. So. Yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely important. Your third game in preseason is the game that you use as a gauge for your in-season game planning. So, absolutely, it was important to make it now, if it was clear, and it was. And just to clarify, when was the official decision made? Uh, today. today. Yeah. Coach, is there any today. concern? Coach, is there any concern <laughs> about Paxton uh, checking out? Do you have a plan for him to stay no. out? No, no, no. He he's going to be fine. Um. He has great teammates. You know, Trevor and Paxton are really close. You know, they're buddies. So I don't, I don't first see him checking out. You know, we have great coaches on this staff, and to keep him involved, um, you know, won't be hard. Again, he's one play from playing again. I mean, every guy on our team who, who's a backup who battled for a job, it's, it's disappointing. Absolutely, it is. But you're one play from being back into action, and when he plays again, okay, it's going to be obviously important. So who knows when he plays? But when. When he does, it's going to be critical. He plays well. Is Paxton in a backup battle with uh, Slaughter? He is not. Bears, how did the team react? You talked about how Paxton and Trevor reacted. How did the team react? The team was okay. You know, obviously, they knew it was going to come down. You know, eventually. You know, so they were they prepared for it, and uh, you know, and watching the reactions in the room, it wasn't a uh, you know a wild surprise kind of. It was kind of okay. Trevor's the guy. You know, we're going to support Trevor and Pat and move forward. When you made the decision, was there a lot of discussion amongst the group, or was it pretty obvious to everyone Simeon's the guy? Uh, it was. It was discussion because you know, obviously, it was it was a four, four to five month evaluation, and when you watch Paxton's uh, physical traits, you know, I mean, they're fun to watch. So, for a coach. They have a six foot five guy with a big arm who can run zone read and scramble, and that's that's exciting for us, you know. So it was close. So what is the plan for the third preseason game? Is it 
Trevor will play the first half. Trevor will play the first half, and the second half will be all Paxson probably. Paxson was drafted. Is there consensus among scouts? Is that you know he's a project for two, three years maybe? Mm -hmm. Do you think he's right where he should be on his developmental work? I can't say. You know, I can't say that. But you know, he is he is a guy that's uh, again has rare talent, and he works at it. He does work at it. You know, and some guys need more time. I mean, he's he's a he's a young player. You know, so in a year or two, I mean, he may be ready to take over the reins. But right now, he's not. But um, you know, that's that's hard to answer. Hard to answer. Trevor to blossom now that this competition's over. He's won the job two different coaching mm -hmm. staffs, two different playbooks. So yeah, to speak. absolutely. I think Trevor gets he gets uh, no credit again for his arm talent. You know, he won nine games last year, and you know probably could have won you know ten or eleven. So I'm excited about Trevor uh, protecting him more. You know, then we did last year run the football better, you know, and continue to play great defense. You know, I think he fits he fits the bill for us. Can a coach ever make a decision other than especially a quarterback who gives you the best chance to win the next game? You can't. It, it, it's it's all about performance, not potential. And Trevor is ready to lead our football team. You know, we've got, you know, two receivers that are, you know, all pro caliber. We've got a great backfield. We've fixed the offensive line. So we need a guy who can operate. You know, at a at a high level all the time. In your mind, do you think Trevor doesn't get the credit because he is a seven round pick? Absolutely, absolutely, he does not get the credit. But you watch Trevor play the position, and I've talked to numerous NFL coaches, and it's all the same. He's a he's a pretty good quarterback in this league. Is your number three quarterback uh, <clears throat> in the building right now? Do you think likely to be in your building in light of Chad Kelly being hurt and right? Uh, Slugger, you know. Well, we're going to carry only two on the, on the roster. So the third guy is in the building right now. I think I think it's Kyle. And hope, you know, hopefully, it's it's Kyle. Did you make any other decisions on the line yet regarding this week? Regarding Garrett Bowles is going to be the left tackle right. for sure. I mean, he's he's won that job, but the left guard is still open between Max Garcia and uh, Barber. You know, so those guys will split time this week in the first half and probably some in the third quarter. We're not. Nope. He's he's played really well at right, so he'll be at he'll be right for right now. Vince, did you meet with both quarterbacks and, and give them the word personally, and how did they react? I did. Um, you know, Trevor again excited, Paxson disappointed, but they were both in good spirits. You know, Paxson was happy for Trevor. You know, and Trevor's got to support Paxson. So again, they're both they're two good guys. You know, and it, it's hard. You know, I've been there before, and that's difficult when you work, 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 and don't win the job. It's disappointing. Did you find um, during the preseason games and going forward, will there be a difference in the way you call plays depending on who the quarterback is? Uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would say so. You know, but you know, every every game plan is going to be different. But I would, I would say so because you know, Paxton and Trevor's strengths are so different. You know, so. You know, what Trevor's good at, Paxson wasn't as good at. You know, and obviously Paxson being a move guy with boots and zone read stuff, that's not Trevor's deal. So absolutely, it's going to be different game plans per opponent and per player. Trevor was characterized as a fairly conservative quarterback last year, um, akin to his nature, if you will. <laughs> um, do you see that happening again this year, or do you think you might open things up a yeah. little bit more? I don't see that at all, you know. And watching him last year, I, did, I didn't see that. It's different offense last year. It was it was more of a, 
West Coast offense. It was more of a, a touchdown, checkdown offense and more of a power run game, a zone run game. So, you know, it's, this deal's different. It's uh, more one back. It's more spread stuff. So naturally, he's going to be more aggressive because of the play calls. Jamal's going to play uh, a lot this week. I'm not sure how much. A lot. Probably not. Probably not. It's going to be it's going to be Jamal's shot to go do his thing. He knows it. He's ready. Will practices reflect the decision with Trevor? Meaning he'll get more reps this game, just like Ray Trevor. Trevor, yeah. He's a starter. He goes with the ones. Paxson goes with the twos. Okay. Thank you, coach. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right.